Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight. My name is Mbudiwa Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail, and this is another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. Now, for today, it's going to be quite an interesting discussion. Um, I think uh, if anything has changed over the last um, you know, two to three decades, it's the fact that we all carry um, these devices in our pockets, you know, and uh, for the most part, a lot of them... Uh, uh, tend to be what are referred to as smartphones, uh, the ability to go online, the ability uh, to have cameras, the ability uh, to sort of have a mini computer um, in your pocket. And within the South African context, um, there are a lot of players. It's a very competitive market. Um, we see out of the big operators, uh, mobile network operators, sorry, um, that there are uh, roughly, you know, a hundred or so million um, SIM card connections out there between Vodacom, MTN, Telcom, Celsi, um, and Rain, um, and a lot of it is driven by smartphones. Uh, so for today, we're just going to be talking to one of the uh, manufacturers, that is Oppo. Uh, they are the largest. Uh, they are the largest smartphone maker um, in China, and they came into South Africa recently. And uh, for today, we're going to be talking to Liam Furi, who is the head of uh, go-to market and operations over at Oppo SA. We last spoke to uh, Liam about a year or so ago. I think it's roughly 13 months now because it was in the middle of May uh, last year. And at the time, they had, uh, you know, recently launched and we're just getting a sense, um, you know, of how they were feeling out the market. So for today, it's, an, it's that discussion continues uh, to get an understanding of what they're seeing in the market, um, you know, how they've been able to respond to the different changes and how um, the mission is in terms of uh, grabbing that all-important market share. Liam. Greetings to you today. Uh, hi, Madiwe, and uh, hi to all the uh, listeners out there. No, no, no. Thank you so much for being with us. I think, um, you know, without, you know, getting too much into it, we've, um, I think we've already had the conversation with you about, you know, who Oppo is. Um, we've already mentioned the fact that uh, Oppo is the largest, um, you know, smartphone maker in China. I believe, you know, some of the numbers that I recently saw, uh, the manufacturer tends to be number, you know, four or five, um, you know, globally. Um, when you look at uh, when you look at uh, you know some of those market share numbers since we last spoke to you um the last year you guys had just come into uh, you know into the south african market just launched um ever since then um maybe you could just give us a sense of how the business is looking like at the moment yeah no um thank you very much and and uh, you know thank you for for um, the good words about the brand so just to recap uh you know i'll take you back uh, to uh, october or september 2020 uh, and that's when we took the ambitious task of of launching one of the world's biggest smartphone brands um or and and technology brands for that fact uh to the south african audience you know it was definitely challenging like we spoke the last time uh launching a, a new brand uh, amidst the global pandemic um but we persevered um, we pushed through. Uh, the first thing that we set out to do was obviously make sure that that we employ the right team, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, we always say people buy from people. 
Um, and we made sure that, that you know, we provided jobs for local South Africans, for the right team to start engaging um, with the operators that you mentioned a little bit earlier on, and also the mobile retail partners. So we got cracking. We introduced uh, uh, one model initially. We quickly ramped it up and currently have seven models within our range. We've got uh, more than 500,000 happy operas in South Africa, a fact that we are very, very proud of um, already. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's seen us uh, hit about double-digit uh, market share um, within the postpaid environment. We launched um, with all five of South Africa's uh, big operators. You mentioned them uh, earlier on, Vodacom, MTN, Salsi, Telcom, and also Rain. Um, and uh, yes, it's been it's been a wonderful ride. It it really um, it helps to have very supportive uh, business partners. Um, you know, you can now find Oppo product uh, on sale in more than seven thousand points of sale around South African uh, market um, with all the major uh, retailers and and networks. Like I said. Um, so we we obviously really pushed um, and and moved into into the smartphone market uh, where we've got uh, you know lots of experience with um, and like you mentioned Oppo is is a top four global smartphone uh, manufacturer. Um, so we we currently have uh, about seven models uh, within our range. Uh, just recently launched our, our premium range, uh, the latest premium range being the Reno series for us. Uh, Reno 7 5G and Reno 7Z 5G as well. Um, we've also launched our, our IoT products since the last time we spoke. Um, a big focus with us was a strong partnership with Rain, where we provided uh, South African users with Oppo uh, 5G routers um, at a very, very uh, good price. Um, and, and that's really seen our business keep growing. We launched our first uh, smartwatch as well in South Africa, um, just recently, um, um, and and we will continually expand this product portfolio. You know, if we've seen um, all these big global p products that that Oppo does provide, we are really looking forward to to getting our hands on and getting South African uh, hands on them as well. Another fact that we are very very proud of is that we've provided jobs for more than five hundred local South Africans. Okay, and and it's it's our continued approach. Uh, to invest in not only South African market, but also in South Africans themselves. We've partnered with the likes of SA Fashion Week, where we, where we highlight, uh, you know, South African designers and draw inspiration from South African designers as well. You know, we've, we've partnered with the likes of Orlando Pirates uh, up here in Johannesburg. Um, and, and what a great partnership as well, because we understand that, you know, there are millions of fans um, that support uh, the Orlando Pirates and also the younger fans that take inspiration uh, from these players as well. So, yes, it's been a, it's been a great uh, year since we've last spoken. A lot of things have happened. I think I've, I've literally just uh, touched the tip of the iceberg uh, with what I've mentioned now. Okay, cool. I think that allows us to maybe drill down into, you know, some of the things that you have, um, you know, already mentioned, uh, you know, quite a hefty, you know, if this was a progress update, you know, there's a lot of things that a person could probably, um, you know, double click on. Um, and I think uh, the 
growth um, is quite, uh, you know, the growth is quite substantial. Um, I think the last, uh, what you call this, the last number I had seen, um, you know, out of Oppo was around 350,000 devices. Uh, so for you to have, you know, more than half a million, my um, back of the napkin, you know, mathematics says you've grown by more than a third, um, you know, which is, uh, which, you know, by any standard, you know, is, is, is a good amount of growth. Uh, I'm a bit of a geek myself, and I'm actually checking out uh, the Oppo Reno 7 uh, 5G, you know, very interesting, uh, you know, very interesting device. Um, and I think I'm quite curious to maybe understand, um, you know, what's been popular uh, for you guys uh, in terms of uh, the devices. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm quite curious to understand whether you found yourselves being popular on the low, the middle or upper, you know, sort of markets, because at least in the world of, um, of Android, you've got all of those different um, um, tiers that you can play in yeah as Oppo, we, we we always say who's our target market and our target market is is really all budget types uh, you know we've got uh, our smartphone range uh, currently starting with our a16 um, around about a 3,000 rand but always some some really hot deals uh, going around um, and then we move all the way up into the the, the phone that you have there uh, the Reno 7 um, retailing uh, roughly at about 15,000 rand one 5,000 rand um, so yes, we we do cater for all budget types and and all customers, all different customer types. Whether whether you're interested in having uh, bigger cameras, we've got you covered. Five G is a very very important part for us, right? And and you will see that that our South African operators, network operators, are investing heavily into five G because that is really the future. Right, we we can all see what happens uh, when we currently don't even have four G signal. Right, the the, the 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 network speeds and stuff like that um, become quite slow, and hence why the operators are investing so aggressively into five G. Um, because again, we what we say is that you know your device needs to be future proofed. You don't want to uh, take out a 24 or a 36 month contract and uh, down the line get to to see that oh well, you're not you're not able to stream effectively um, or download uh, um, effectively. So 5G is at the core of our business, um, and we're very proud to say that um, you know 40 percent of of our devices that we sell is is 5G devices, um, which really supports our, our South African operator strategy. Um, in that sense as well. So again, I just mentioned that you know we've got a whole range of devices um, uh, that cater for for South Africans, but our focus really is around this the mid and the premium range, um, which is the five G five G range. And yes, our share is definitely growing. You know, we've got strong competition within the space. But again, for us at Oppo, we don't really focus too much on the competition. We focus on ourselves and what is it that we need to do in order to make a loved high-end, high-tech brand for South African consumers. Um, it's a very interesting, you know, thing that you, you know, that you mentioned uh, looking at the middle and the and the upper market because at least, you know, if Moore's law about technology is to be believed, then, um, you know, some of these costs do come down over time as uh, the capabilities increase. And it's been quite interesting to see uh, how great um, of a device a person can get um, in the in the in the mid range, uh, you know, sort of uh, device. Um, that you're there. One of the things that, you know, then one can be curious about then is how you guys have gone about um, 
I guess, branding yourselves. And when I say branding yourselves, I mean, you've already mentioned the fact that this is, you know, quite a hotly contested market. Um, you've got all of these devices. A lot of people carry, you know, more than one device, um, you know, in some, in, some, uh, in some instances, you know. So how have you, what's driving adoption? You know, when it comes to the brand, we've already spoken about, um, you know, that uptick in terms of, uh, you know, the devices that you guys are selling. What's driving that? Is it, um, is it, do you find that it's promotions that you guys are running as Oppo? Do you find that it's maybe the deals uh, that uh, the mobile operators may be running, you know, when it comes to some of the devices? Is it maybe some of the branding activities that you've mentioned just now, uh, partnering with an Orlando? pirates and all of that what's what do you find to be um, driving that share of mind well i would i would go with option d which is all of the above okay <laughs> <laughs> so, no definitely to to you know to enter this market um you, you know you've got to do continuous investment right and and like i mentioned a little bit earlier is it's continued investment into the team and continued investment into south africans and then obviously continued investment into the brand as well and making sure that people understand the brand. Um, you know, our differentiating factor really um, is that we try and provide a beautifully designed, um, what we call technology artistry um, of products to South African users. There's no doubt that anyone that picks up an Oppo phone, the first thing that they do say is, wow, this thing is beautiful. And, and, and that is one thing that we really do pride ourselves on. I mentioned earlier on with regards to 5G as well. Um, and, and it's in that sense of, of us being able to communicate the benefit of 5G together with our network partners. And like you mentioned earlier on, bringing to the technology down the price segments. If I take you back uh, a few years, you know, you, could, you were not able to buy a 5G phone for, for anything less than, than 1,000 Rand a month or, or 20,000 Rand cash. You know, we've got 5G product uh, out there that's available from as little as 249 Rand per month that you can own a, a beautiful Oppo 5G handset um, that comes bundled with, with value adds, which is another uh, a key point for us about how we targeted uh, South African consumers by providing more value to them. If you consider our Reno series of products, the, 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 the phones come with more than 6,000 rands worth of value that we give back. Some of this includes, obviously, some free audio, some uh, wireless audio product. Um, we do make sure that you, that you get to use our, our flagship charger as well, you know, the SuperVook charger that, uh, that gives you um, a full charge in 35 minutes. I, I cannot stress that enough, zero to two days in 35 minutes. Um, and, and then we've also got the Oppo Care plan uh, attached to it as well. You know, we, we typically always say, you break it, we fix it. Um, so if, uh, a free screen replacement for, for the Reno users because we know accidents do happen. Um, so, so it's been that multi-pronged um, uh, focus from us that has helped us to, to, to keep growing. Um, and it's seen us as, as already a, a top uh, 50 brand in Africa. Um, you know, if I take overall brands, not even just technology brands. Um, so definitely we will continually invest uh, in this market, continually providing jobs for South, African, uh, for South Africans and continually providing this technological artistry of products that we have available. 
when you when you when you're in the market for smartphones, uh, uh, when we look at distribution of uh, devices around the world, um, the carrier-led model, you know, partnering with the carriers, it's something that's been done, you know, for you know for decades. And I was hoping maybe you could talk to us around the type of uh, thinking that goes into making a decision you're launching in a new market and you decide that you're going to distribute maybe through um, your operators and all of that what's the decision that uh, what what are the what's the opportunity cost uh, that uh, you as a company have to face um, when thinking about how to get to the end consumer right because you can either go direct um, you know, to the consumer yourselves, have your own retail channels, your own branded stores, maybe flagships, you know, at a Santon, at, a, you know, Canal Walk, at a Mall of Africa, um, you know, versus, you know, being purely available through, um, you know, your operators, etc. Talk to us uh, about that tension. Yeah, no, look, at the, at the end of the day, um, you know, the South African operators have built, uh, you know, great businesses um, in, in South Africa. Um, and, and therefore, it makes a lot of sense to partner with them, right? They've got a lot of their stores uh, nationwide. You know, there's, there's more than 4,000 stores, um, network branded stores in, in South Africa. Um, so, so definitely, it's not about reinventing the wheel as, as OPPO, right? You mentioned the opportunity costs. Um, you know, it, 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 it costs a lot more um, having to go direct uh, to South Africans versus leveraging off the businesses and the footprint that the, the South African operators already have. And because we work so closely aligned um, in order to roll out, you know, the 5G technologies and, and giving it, uh, putting it into the hands of the people, um, we, we will continually partner with them, right? If you consider that uh, phones above, uh, you know, 5,000 Rand, 90, 90 odd percent of those phones are being sold in, in network branded stores. Um, so therefore, it, it doesn't make sense for us to try and do it by ourselves. You know, you cannot launch a, a big brand like Oppo um, in a country without having the right partners in place. Um, so that's why we will continually uh, focus on our partnership with the South African operators and also the South African mobile retailers um, and not necessarily uh, create competition for them. Because if, if we create competition for them, how can we keep asking them to also sell our product? Not to say that, that there's no plans for Oppo stores um, in South Africa. Um, th those will come at some stage, but for our, our, our entrance into the South African market, we will continually focus um, within our operator and uh, mobile retail partners. All right, that uh, you know that certainly makes sense uh, because at least it's a capital light, you know, type of uh, model and approach uh, that you you know that you get uh, to take advantage of. And when it comes to that distribution, um, you know, of devices, etc., I can imagine that, uh, like many other international businesses, that South Africa might be a bit of a hub for you guys. Is that the case? Um, you know, are you supplying any other country, any other countries out of South Africa or does OPPO sort of have, um, you know, maybe agreements or representatives in each of the countries on the continent? 
So definitely, um, you know, uh, throughout the continent, there are uh, OPPO uh, offices and OPPO partnerships um, created. Um, if we look at South Africa, our focus really is South Africa uh, for now, right? Um, we will continually uh, drive our, our, our business within South Africa. But yes, like you mentioned, uh, South Africa is a hub, especially for what we call the Common Customs Union uh, territories um, or the SADC countries, those including Namibia, Botswana, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, uh, Mauritius as well uh, is, is added to these. So definitely our, our, the time will come to expand to these markets. But for now, our focus needs to continually be with, uh, with South Africa um, and with South Africans. Once we can uh, uh, break through over here and, and have a, a, a sustainable business uh, in South Africa, we will then obviously move out and branch into the, the rest of the countries. I'm very interested in the distribution, uh, you know, piece of things because I can imagine the logistics that sit behind it. Uh, but also at the same time, I also just wonder about the the customer, um, you know, the one who actually ends up saying, "I want, you know, A B C D phone." At the moment, from what you guys can tell. You know, um, I consider myself, you know, more of a high end user um, and a power user. Right. Um, I need I need the best camera. I need, you know, the super fast charging that you're talking about. I need wireless charging. I need, you know, all of the things. Um, but from what you guys can tell, what's actually driving some of those purchase decisions uh, for smartphones in South Africa? Uh, because earlier on, um, you have mentioned quite a bit, you know, features like your 5G you know etc so i'm just wondering how important um you know some of those considerations are you know to consumers because a lot of the time i know i'm a i know i'm a geek so i'm looking for these things but not everyone is looking so deeply into it so i just wonder um from you know what you guys can see what the data is telling you guys Definitely. I mean, we, we review uh, consumer demand uh, constantly, right? Because the consumer uh, for, for Oppo is the center, right? It is the reason for us, uh, you know, it's the reason for us to wake up in the mornings and do what we do, right? Is, is to really satisfy consumer demand. And like you mentioned, there's a diverse uh, set of consumer demand out there. You know, you've got people that, that simply just want a phone, to make phone calls with, and then you've got users like yourself, that, like you, you mentioned, a power user that, that wants the best, the latest and the best. Um, and, and yes, it's something that we, we're proud to say that we cater for all. The, the, the data actually um, really shows that most of the users actually just want a reliable uh, piece of hardware, right, that, that can help them get through their daily tasks. You know, you started this conversation off with, you know, talking about this microcomputer. It's our camera. It's our communication tool. It is our, our gateway to the Internet. It is our work tools as well for, for us to do our documents on, et cetera, et cetera. So definitely we've got to cater for a diverse uh, set of, of users. But most of the time, people want a reliable device. And I think that's exactly where we really fit in as, as Oppo. You can rest assured that the product is of the highest quality standards. We've actually got some of the industry-leading uh, return rates on, on Oppo products, um, where we just find that people just don't return uh, products. You know, the products don't, don't have any failures. So that for us is number one, is to secure that, is to make sure that people will not have any issues um, with, with the Oppo quality um, so once we address to make sure we've got this beautiful product that is not going to let you down, we then start looking into the other facets. 
obviously a very popular topic at the moment is, is all around electricity and power. And that's one thing that we see our users also demand a lot um, regarding their mobile phones is, do I have enough power to see me through at least a day and a half? And and that's really where, where as Oppo, we're also very strongly positioned. Not only do we do all our products feature big batteries, okay, um, in excess of uh, 5,000 milliamp batteries out there, which easily sees a, a normal user through about a day and a half um, of, of battery life. So what we then say is with, with our SuperVook charging technology, uh, you only need to charge your device for five minutes to give you at least two hours of, of uh, video streaming. So uh, I'm very sure that, you know, with ESCOM's uh, um, schedule, we know that, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, having some power problems. So all we do is we simply plug our device in five minutes. We'll see you at least through uh, stage four. Um, for that and and it's something again is what we call life-changing charging technology once you actually start using a uh, super book charging um you 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 will you will not be able to go back uh to to the, the ordinary slow charging um that we have uh, it is it's no wonder that uh, you know Liam is the you know go-to person you can hear him you know talking and evangelizing about uh, you know the SuperVook uh, you know technology uh, but you know one of the things you know that comes with everything that we're talking about um, is the fact that beyond um, the smartphone decisions that people are making right now I wanted to end off today talking about ecosystems uh, because if there's one big trend um, amongst um, smartphone makers and just generally the technology brands, um, you know, around the world um, is this idea um, of an ecosystem where, you know, you not only have one device, but you have a multitude of devices uh, that are, yeah, that come from the same, uh, that come from the same manufacturer. And earlier on, you were talking about um, the fact that you guys have launched, um, you know, your smartwatches as well. And the fact that there are also some other IoT devices uh, that you guys, you know, have been launching. So from that point of view, um, how have, you know, Oppo's efforts in that, uh, in the ecosystem uh, realm sort of gone, you know, and how is it actually being received? Yes, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, you're talking about what we at Oppo call the, the internet of experience, right? Or the internet of everything. Um, and and yes, ecosystem is very very important um, for for us at Oppo. Um, so the the smartphone really sits at the heart um, for us, right? The smartphone runs off of Google's uh, operating system uh, or the latest Android operating system with built-in Google Assistant that really is able to control this ecosystem that that you mentioned. Um, apart from the smartphone at the center, um, you know, in South Africa we launched the smartwatch. Uh, we launched the smart audio product um, and also the the, the 5G router, um, which is then the sitting at the heart of, of the home environment as well. You know, um, but we, we really look forward to bringing a lot more of, of Oppo's uh, products to South African users out there. Um, already last year, um, we've seen Oppo uh, talk about the augmented reality uh, glasses. All right, so it's a monocle that simply clicks onto your onto your um, set of glasses, 
that then overlays a digital environment um, in front of you. You know, it does real-time translating as the example, that if we are busy speaking to each other and we're speaking in different languages, in front of my eyes, I'm able to translate, um, you know, all the information. Or whether I'm navigating, it's able to show me directions in front of my eyes. Apart from that, um, you know, Oppo also um, has a whole range of other devices like the Oppo TV. It's something that, that we also um, cannot wait uh, to, to bring to South African users. Um, so with Oppo TV, Oppo Router, Oppo Audio, Oppo, Oppo uh, Smartwatches, um, you know, uh, the, the future is definitely very, very bright uh, for, for South African users and just users in general of being able to connect um, all the various devices to each other. Uh, most certainly it's 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 always very interesting you know um the way that things have have sort of gone and you know uh, those trends around the different types of products um that manufacturers are now um are now making um out there and the fact that you know you could have your entire smart life quote unquote um sort of being uh centered around you know maybe one or two um you know manufacturers out there others are making you know vacuum cleaners and fridges and you know all of this stuff uh you know that's happening um which sort of shows uh, the fact that for smartphone makers, as much as we talk about the smartphone, uh, the smartphone is probably a foot in the door you know, if you can, if you can uh, get a person, you know, to come in on the one device and the one that they spend the most time with, um, it's uh, it's possible um, that uh, they might be able to then trust uh, that brand or that manufacturer with the other parts um, of uh, you know of their smart life. So in the in this closing, um, you know, portion of uh, the conversation, Liam, um, anything you know that you're watching in terms of trends um i don't know south africa tends to be you know quite a you know compared to other markets tends to be um you know quite 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 ahead you know a lot of early adopters particularly on the continent um not too sure how we compare with other regions uh that uh, you know you guys operate in but you know any interesting trends that you are sort of seeing or keeping an eye on Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, that's like I said earlier on, we keep uh, measuring consumer demand and, and seeing what is, uh, you know, what the, what the consumers out there um, are asking for. Um, and it's definitely something that we'll continually focus on and continually bring new products uh, to South African uh, users out there that fulfill these needs. One of those, like I mentioned earlier on, is definitely 5G, right? 5G is the next big thing for us um, and and also with regards to uh, the internet of everything like I said it'll definitely be a very big part of our, our lives very very soon um, so with, with those two trends it's something that we definitely uh, you know uh, strongly positioned on um, with regards to 5g and and IOT products um, and also like I said is, is this battery uh, technology it's something that's quite recent obviously that South African users have been ex have been exposed to um, where again I reiterate uh, the, the li this life-changing uh, technology where what we say is you no longer need to have this battery anxiety 
right, is is simply just uh, you know plug your phone in for for ten minutes, twenty minutes at a time, and and you're covered um, uh, for your usage patterns. So so it's definitely this is the type of trends that we will continually look into and continually invest into, and then also continually tell South Africans um, and inform South Africans um, with regards to um, uh, utilizing uh, this great technology. Lastly, bringing everything together, the the, the battery, uh, you know, a battery advancements, uh, 5G, um, we've spoken about, uh, you know, the Internet of Things and, you know, our connected lives, etc. Do you think, you know, this is a question, you know, that's been making the rounds in the geek community over the last year or two. Do you think that we have reached peak smartphone? Uh, because, you know, so many, what do you call the so many devices, we've already mentioned the fact that you no longer have to get, uh, you know, the top-end device to get really great feature set, etc. Um, and at the moment, with everything that our phones can do, one wonders, is there anything more really that these devices can, you know, can end up doing for us? Have we reached uh, the peak uh, of this, uh, of uh, you know these these slabs with screens on the front and cameras on the back. I, I think we we only seeing still the tip um, of, of the iceberg. <laughs> right, is just when we started thinking smartphones were getting a little bit boring. Like you said, there's this this slab um, uh, with a, a glass slab, effectively with a screen on it. Now we've started folding them. Okay, and and I think this is now the the, the new big uh, industry um, within the smartphone space. It is being able to to take big screens and obviously make them a lot more compact and a lot more pocket friendly. So so Oppo uh, just uh, last year um, released the Oppo Find N, um, an award winning uh, folding smartphone um, that really has a very very pocket friendly uh, size and shape to it. But simply open it up and fold it, and you've got a tablet. Okay, so this is a trend that we're going to see a lot more and more and more, and uh, and South African users will be experiencing um, the, the 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 latest of Oppo um, in the next uh, coming time. But again, um, you know, like I said, is we've only seen the tip of of the iceberg. We don't even know um, all the applications that five G will have. Um, for for our users out there, and I'm very very excited to see um, you know the 5G connectivity um, that not only around the smartphone but also around this um, technology products um, that we surround ourselves with in our homes and and in our personal lives. So yes, I, I'm very very excited for the future. All right, very excited for the future. Those are the words of uh, Liam Furi, uh, who is uh, um, the head of for go-to-market as well as operations for Oppo South Africa. Uh, very fascinating discussion. I'm sure you could hear that we're geeking out, you know, quite a little bit around, you know, smartphones in the South African market. Uh, they recently came in and we got a little bit of a progress update since um, we last spoke to them in May last year. Um, you know, a lot of growth, um, you know, uh, a lot of growth coming in, you know, from the device sales point of view, but also at the same time um, extending the reach of the brand 
brand in terms of um, partnerships with the likes of um, Melody Sundowns and also at the same time partnering um, with uh, the uh, mobile operators and other retailers in terms of trying to get um, their their product into people's hands. Um, Liam actually says that, uh, you know, they, they, there's room in the future, you know, for Oppo to have its own branded stores. But for now, in this initial entry phase, um, that they feel like, uh, you know, the partner model is, you know, a good way to actually get in, um, you know, leveraging off of uh, the types of uh, retail networks that mobile operators and others have been able to build. And then also at the same time, discussing some of the big trends and uh, some of the things that he highlighted is the fact that 5G um, is going to be, you know, a very big thing. That is the fifth generation of mobile technologies. And then also talking about uh, connected devices, the Internet of Things. Um, they have launched a number of devices such as your smartwatches, etc. And they want to bring even more, uh, you know, lending itself to this issue of the ecosystem. And then lastly, uh, just given everything that's going on in South Africa, particularly around power, uh, the fact that, you know, big batteries and fast charging, um, he's saying that, you know, that is, you know, a very key trend, a very key, um, you know, differentiator uh, that has helped them to gain a, gain a little bit of a foothold in uh, the South African economy. So, Liam, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Medu, and uh, goodbye to the listeners. This is Medu's Take. Good to see that uh, there, you know, has been some progress from the side of Oppo in terms of uh, them coming into the South African market. Um, you know, they've actually grown, uh, you know, from last year, I think it was the 350 uh, that we had spoken about. And now at over uh, 500,000, that's a growth of, you know, about a third or, you know, more than 30%, um, sort of showing that at least there's room um, in the South African smartphone market for uh, some of these new players albeit um, Oppo is a large player, but the fact that they're sort of coming into a market that's already dominated. Uh, they don't like focusing on competitors, but we can't escape the fact that they do um, operate in a market that is dominated by uh, Samsung um, because, uh, you know, they are playing more on the Android uh, you know, side of things. But also at the same time, you also do compete, uh, I guess, to a lesser extent um, with the likes of Apple, but that's more... Um, an iOS versus an versus Android situation, but uh, the fact that they have come in, they are. Uh, he mentions the fact that uh, you know they're making, uh, they've gained double digit market share, um, which which uh, points to at least ten percent uh, of the market that they've been able to to get um, in South Africa. And I think the last number that I saw on Apple, for example, was around fifteen or sixteen percent. Um, you know, I stand to be corrected on that, uh, but you know, it sort of shows you, you know, that, you know, they're already, you know, close uh, from that point of view. What will be interesting to see going forward is, you know, what happens because in this particular instance, we're not talking about um, David and Goliath as if um, you're talking about, you know, some really big manufacturer versus some small manufacturers. All of these manufacturers have deep pockets. Oppo is the biggest smartphone maker in China, right? So they have deep pockets. Uh, so they can invest, they can uh, come in, you know, quite seriously. If they are all in, uh, they're all in. And at the moment, they seem to be um, all in. So it would be really cool to see um, how much traction they can gain um, in the market. 
I think a few weeks ago, we spoke about uh, what's happened in the ride-sharing market, the, the likes of Didi, another Chinese company, coming into South Africa but failing to get um, the, the type of market share or customer base that they were looking for. They are not a you know tiny little company. They are deep-pocketed company. They came in with their money, guns blazing, but things didn't work out. And in this particular instance, um, wait, we, we just uh, wait to see how things are going to go in the smartphone market. They've already made progress as Oppo, uh, so one ways to see how much more uh, progress that they can make, especially when you think about the fact that um, there's a big hole uh, that was left, um, you know, since the start of, uh, I'm going to call it 19, 2019, um, when Huawei was put on that U.S., uh, you know, uh, sanctions list. And um, a lot of people shying away from that um, as a brand, giving opportunity to other manufacturers, you know, to come in, um, you know, and take up what they can. So, wait and see, but, you know, exciting to see um, other, you know, makers coming in and getting their piece of the pie. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcasts on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.